I watched a snail crawl around the edge of a street racer. Narcissistic Music, the NM Podcast, recently described on Twitter as the Marlon Brando and Dawson Wells of the Internet Podcast, here is Salmon Jam. Back to task, let's talk about news, what have you got to let the listeners know this week? Well, first couple of stories, I did have a appraisal of this week, I mean it's a very touchy subject, a very sad subject obviously, um... Basically, and it's now occurred in Wales, and I've got the Welsh report, which is quite small and vague, uh, and then it's the national report, it seems to be more on the bone, okay. which doesn't really make sense, because you think if it happened in Wales, they'd be more on the pulse, you know, they'd have more you know, contacts, more leads. Um, quite quite a disturbing case on the surface, uh, a murder investigation had been launched after a man drove up to a police station with a dead body in his car. Wales Online understands that the man arrived at Porthcourt Police Station at lunchtime today, which is uh, the 24th of yesterday. Uh, a spokeswoman for South Wales Police confirmed the force investigating the sudden death of a 20-year-old woman from the Porthcourt area. She said a 49-year-old man, man had been taken into custody and is assisting officers with their investigation. The victim's family has been informed. Forensic officers erected a tent in the backyard of the police station near the seafront and a large number of officers have been coming and going all afternoon. Well, let's just get this right, just to uh, clear this up. A gentleman has turned up in a police station, I'll, I'll use that term loosely, he's turned up in a police station with a body in his car. Yeah. That's the situation. A chap has driven up to a police station with a dead body in his vehicle. Yes, very much. Now, obviously, we're not making light of how horrific that is. A guy has turned up, you know, to kind of give himself up. Um with part of me feels it would be better if he turned up in a van than a car <laughs> than yeah. a car do you know what I mean because yeah. it seems like this could have laid her out better yeah very yeah. much there's something more respectful but turning up I mean it doesn't say what the car is but if it's kind of like a, a panda or <laughs> or a KA or even a smart car <laughs> or a sports car or he's yeah. you have to sit next to his victim yeah <laughs> it just wouldn't work touch touching her hair and say it's alright it's alright I'm giving myself up well, stop shouting at me stop shouting at me I'm giving myself up <laughs> um, considering it happened yesterday that's, that's a massive bit of news really well, in Wales, in Wales. <laughs> well, certainly. I mean, you know, it's normally seagull it's found got... on beach dead, isn't it? Really? <laughs> well, that's it. Uh, Man discovers new type of potato. <laughs> well, he hasn't let me know, but uh, and I do like my fried potato chips. Anyway, <laughs> let's let's get back to task. What, what are you well, saying? that's insane. Well, the station on John Street was closed during the afternoon, and the entrance taped off. It has since reopened. So, so well, during that period, were people able to report crime in the Portfolio area? What? <laughs> well, this is what I'm concerned about. Well, this is probably a, f- a phone number given. To, you know, phone the boys down the road, there. Wow. But while it's going on, it's going to be busy here. What? But what that actually implies is the guy took the body to the police station, but then carried it inside. Very willing. Very very obliging of him, actually. Uh, I think I probably just would have went in and said, hang on, got a body in my car. Well, but, but this is the point. The fact that the body's got from the car into the station. Now... Imagine just being like a kind of desk clerk or you know, a civilian desk clerk, isn't it? And, and a guy walks in. 
I mean, that's horrific. That's that's like seven in your in your mind. You know, yeah, in a be. little a little kind of police station. I, I don't know. You, you don't see that in the thin blue line. Well, true. Brian Atkinson, kind of, you know. I think Inspector Fowler would be horrified. Uh, I can imagine his his girlfriend being equally as upset. So, <laughs> so what's happened after he's carried the body in? Right. So, well, it's it's obviously implied that the body has actually made its way into the station. So obviously they've taped it off because DNA, whatever they're doing. Um, with the science bit <laughs> he said a trained family liaison officer is supporting the family obviously I think it's probably worse for the family obviously because it's such a horrific thing to happen but there's almost like that added element of disrespect in the fact just that lumping her around yeah just carrying her under his arm going, oh no I've got on his shoulder yeah just singing hi ho hi ho off to work we go <laughs> So it's basically a 49-year-old local man has been arrested on suspicion of murder. Suspicion of murder. Yeah. Well, he's turned up with a body. Did he say he killed her? Or well, that's a good point. Actually, delving into it, we're looking at here. He turned up to the station with a dead body in his car. So he might not have murdered. He could have just found her. Very true. Might say he found it, and that's all he could think of doing. Well, it's obviously dead. Take so to the police station. Or he kind of went down the hospital first. In a sport, I'm thinking it's a sports car now. Not making light of the fact that it's something horrific, especially for a young woman to actually. And her family. And her family. Twenty years of age. Whole life. Twenty-one years of age. Twenty-one. Sorry. So not that it makes it any better. Well, I wasn't but listening really, but she had one year more of life than I thought. Yes. So hopefully she packed that full of excitement. But I think that's what's quite bad. Initially, is the fact that that's what's horrific about it. The fascinating part was the guy has turned up in there. Does it say what he was wearing? I, I, I don't know. For some reason, I've got an image of a man in a sombrero. <laughs> Why? Well, it's been hot lately. Down on the coast, Porth Cool, sombrero, whistle away work, going in. A muscle vest, and he's carrying the body yeah. with one arm. It, like an like, like 80s ghetto blaster. Yeah. What? Exactly. Yeah. Did you see, recently there was that case of a woman found in a wheelie bin hadn't been discovered because the council refused to take yeah. it because it was too heavy. Yeah. And it turned out that the woman had died three years previously. Yeah. Frightening. There was also a story of a 60-year-old man who lived in council premises and that he had a lodger, illegally, but having an illegal lodger when you're 60, I don't think that's too much of a crime. Uh, the lodger unfortunately passed away. And because he was too frightened that he'd be evicted from his home, he kept the lodger there for nine years. Nine years. On the sofa, put a blanket over him. Which, in, in many ways, is quite sweet. And a, a little bit odd, but quite sweet. But it's that, it's that fine line, isn't it, between it's kind of... Good intention, completely misled. Yeah. Absolutely misled. Anyway, um, we are being quite heavy listeners. Yeah, do you want to should lighten this up a little bit. Well, randomly this week, I wanted to just bring up as an update is uh, something we always discuss. It's pub banter, basically, but it's always on the basis of uh, you know relationships, girls. <laughs> oh, here we go. No, it's, it's not going to be anything heinous. I think we've already done too much heinous stuff. But it's it's basically the soft elbow. Yes. We're discussing, isn't it? It's basically kind of the kind of you know building up. Oh yeah, we'll we'll, we'll definitely be in touch. Definitely. 
know, <laughs> we, as if it's a collective, there's a group of them going, we will definitely be in touch. Yeah. I'm not saying that. <laughs> Singly, just actually kind of playing along, almost. We'll go out for dinner. Yeah, yeah, we'll go for a drink. It doesn't happen to me often, but yeah. But it's, it's that kind of game, but it's just the fact then that there's no follow through on it. It's kind of, for a bloke, especially as this is called like narcissistic musings, it's just a bloke never knows why. It's never explained. Yeah. And, <laughs> much like the guy going to the police station, it's kind of everything would have to be followed up to an absolute point, really, wouldn't it? Yeah. It's kind of turning up on the doorstep, knocking on the door, just going, um, yeah, I'm, I, know, I know you haven't texted me back, <laughs> but um, I just wanted to know why. Yes. And that's just odd, but. Perhaps it's is it worth going to that point to get your answer? I say because um, it's just bizarre, isn't it? Um, I once went out with a young lady on a date. A date? Did you? Yeah, went very well. A couple of bottles of Lavino, pizza, back to mine. Say no more. She uh, left in the morning after breakfast. Uh, well, <laughs> not so much discreet you've ever been about <laughs> stories. Uh, went on a holiday a few days later. Uh, Got back, text me, said we'd meet up, uh, arrange a date for the following Tuesday. Um, text her on the Sunday, nothing. Totally disappeared. Number not working. That's not even a soft elbow, that's just a disappearing act. Yeah, but as we're saying, it's, it's, not, it's not simply being rejected in a natural way. It's yeah. just the kind of, the, the, as we said, the soft elbow, it's basically the kind of no explanation. Exactly. Off. You don't understand. If it was the next day, the next day, and you kind of, if it's a one night stand and you never hear back, that's, that's fair enough. That, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. But to have a build up to something and uh, then it just to kind yeah. of. Uh, and it is the not knowing, you know. If I had seen her again, probably wouldn't have gone anywhere. So I get bored easily. Um, but it would have been nice for her just to turn around and say, oh, I think you're a fat twat, don't like you, piss off. I think it's better um, for me just to get up in the morning, look over at the conquest and say, uh, how long do you plan on staying? She'll say, well, how long do you want me to stay? And I'll look at my watch and say, about now. She goes. But that's absolutely true. That's not, that's not, that's not what you people are saying. That is absolutely true. Well, think. yes, I have done it before. But at least she knew where she stood. Not as bad as my own friend who uh, said to a young lady... I'm going to McDonald's for breakfast. You can come with me or fuck off. No, but it's true. true. So they ended up in a three-year relationship, now married. So, uh, good. Yeah, so this is a bit... Well, see, I was told you before, previous girlfriend met at a party, and uh, my opening chat line was, fancy a fuck. Yeah. Not, you know, traditional. Not romantic <laughs> or charming, but it worked. Yeah, well, that's... that's the, Obviously, it's, it's it's non-existent now. <laughs> Perhaps that was an early sign that no relationship should be based on absolute disgusting behaviour. <laughs> I think she disgusted herself enough, though, didn't she, really? Well, move on. Move well, on. we're bound to come to back to those subjects time and time again. Yeah, Not that we're bitter, just to make it... No, I am. I am. I'm very much over my ex. Um, been under a lot of women since then, so... Uh, <laughs> all, all, all's well. Um, wish you the best for the future. That's, that's, that's part of it. I think in the modern age, things like Facebook and stuff like that, it's kind of... Everyone wants, if they do move on a relationship, they, they, they want to kind of signify and kind of, you know, get the message out that they've actually moved on and they're doing other things, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
So I think it's always a case that Facebook okay. statuses are used, I think, sometimes yeah. for that purpose more than anything else. Yeah. Has a new boyfriend, is in a relationship. Yeah. She's not in a relationship. Well, that's the thing, but it's like, can't believe I've only just come out of a really long relationship and I'm shagging already. Yeah. Is that evidently just saying, look at me, yeah. I know you're going to look at my Facebook status. Just had a cheeky snog and all that, bollocks. Not interesting. Well, that's it. Well, I'm not even friends with my ex-girlfriend, so uh, rejected me. So I was poking her too much and uh, <laughs> rejected me. Uh, uh, doesn't need friends like me. Just like that last prank about all those little creatures that multiply when you throw water on them. Uh, we also met a young female, not very attractive, looks a lot like Mal Smith. Oh my word, yeah. Uh, dressed in a Santa suit. Very pleasant, obliging girl. She she did look like a kind of heroin addled prostitute. But, but Mal Smith, Mal Smith, Mal Smith is a 21 year old woman yeah. with a heroin addiction. So as you imagine, very, very pretty. <laughs> I'm Richard, and I'm not Judy, and this is Hollyoaks. Yeah, so as I said, basically the hot topic being is the fact that take that re-emergence, you know, after years, massive, massive, and then kind of Robbie left, massive, mind-blown, you know. They had, like, didn't they have, like, phone numbers for women to call in? Samaritans, I think they did, yeah. Lines. If you've been affected by Robbie leaving, please call us on another number. Which kind of shows how massive it was at the time. I think that was... It was quite funny because all the boys were wandering around school kind of just going, hey, Robbie's left. Yeah. Cool and girls just generally crying. In, in, usually in groups and one of them stepping forward and actually turning around and going, it's not funny. Yes. You do realise that it's, it's one of the, the worst things that's ever happened in the world ever. And, you know, and it, just, it was that kind of thing. I think it was a vent kind of... Yeah, in our lifetime. It yeah. doesn't sound much now, but I think it was kind of a vent yeah. pinpoint. As a, as a teenage girl... The split up of your favourite band is going to be a very hard hitting thing. Yeah. And at much. that age, probably experiencing periods for the first time or something. Very, very. <laughs> very many periods in that. Wow. Well, like whatever, you know. Well, I, I didn't want to dwell on it. I don't want to, you know, talk about <laughs> the lads too much. We've had enough of that with your story at the start, haven't oh, we? Oh, it would. Alright. But, yeah. Uh, an emotional situation which. There's no evidence to say the body was bleeding. Wow. Well, it's. it's Dead though, so yes, it's yeah. it's horrific. Um, yeah, where was I? Where was I going? These girls having an emotional difficulty time, and then finding out their favourite pop star leaves a band is a massive thing, probably akin to the death of a grandparent. I think mainly though at the time, I think I think that's quite accurate. Really, I think it was just so ridiculously massive, and. You know, every everyone was kind of watching the interviews. And they went, are they going to split up? Are they not? And they 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 went for a bit, didn't they? Well, yeah. They kind of they wrapped. It was a kind of decoder to it, really, wasn't yeah. it? And I think that was it. It was kind of releasing the last single, which is a cover version, which annoyed me. As I said, I didn't like them, but I thought if you're going to go out, go out on a yeah, it could be an a original. Yeah, it could be shit, but at least it's your own. Yeah, make, yeah, and then go out on a BG song, which I mm. thought was a bit a bit well odd. Yeah. But that said, I think. It, it encapsulated that period of time in school, uh, the way girls reacted and the kind of banter that all boys would try and argue with girls because they fancied them. Do you know what I mean? It was anything to do with, oh, to take that rubbish and go, what do you mean? What do you mean? Fuck off you. And then just just, just to get a conversation. Yeah. And then to... you could give a little wing. I was only playing. Yeah. I really like them. And they go, well, yeah. you, why are you being like that? I, I quite like Mark, actually. And they go, what, really? <laughs> yeah. We've all been there. 
We all been there. Girls do it too. Girls do it too. I once got flicked on the head with a ruler. That wasn't flirtation. She just didn't like me. But <laughs> I took it in a positive way. I did take that very positively. I am Iron Man. I am Iron Man. But that's going off at a bit of a tangent, and yeah. uh, we were talking about Take That. No, as you were saying, so that was that was Take That then, so the historic part of Take That, and everyone's got their own you know, perspective on how it was, everyone can remember that. But it was the re-emergence, wasn't it? A couple of years back, there was a documentary being made, and everyone was kind of quite excited, because I think it was um, a did to in the advertising that they were going to expose all the secrets about how many fans they slept with, and... You know what what it was really like, and everyone thought it was going to become a drinks and drink and drugs expo, and it was going to really you know shift that everyone's you know as I said everyone's kind of memories of what take that were like. So it was from this documentary that they kind of got back together and they were discussing you know they might do a reunion tour, and then they found that the material they had was strong enough to kind of relaunch themselves. As far as I understand, someone can correct me on that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I thought it was, it was quite fascinating because the nostalgia came back and I was like, oh, do you remember take that? They actually they look they look younger now than they did then, or you know they look better now, and, and again it's the blokes joining in because the blokes don't really care, but they do because they were quite yeah. fond of them back, back in, the in the day. What I'd like to know, um, it didn't come out in the documentary, and if anyone can let me know this, has Lulu slept with them all? Yeah, something something that was going round. I've heard that. Yeah, that was afterwards as well. It wasn't yeah. at the time. It was afterwards that they had. But again, I think it might be in the PR thing, in a nod and a wink, mm. kind of, you know, Jonathan Ross and in the kind of, you go, well, we don't, we don't want to say, we don't. Yeah. They never have. Yeah. Wow. Well, she's an attractive older lady, and I've always said many against you playing an old fiddle. Yeah, that's just. That's so, but I don't go to nursing homes trying to pick up chicks. Well, obviously, we have a rapist in Lincoln Park. He's climbing in your windows, he's snatching your people up. Trying to rape them, so y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband because they're raping everybody out here. James doesn't know what the question is, and this is always kind of just to see, quite being quite genuine, not I'm trying to source humour out of people's misfortune here. We've, we've already done that with, with a death bloke and what yeah, else, right? But, um, Suspected murderer. Suspect, yes, absolutely. Suspect. So, the first point we've got, right, the first one we've got anyway. Is entitled "Being Called a Stalker, But I'm Not," so it kind of fits what we're saying. Isn't Sounds it? a bit like Jeremy Kyle. <laughs> it's Sorry, not. I shouldn't mention no, nothing. Sounds like a it. bit like any talk show where they have a panel, where an audience participation, they have people on and a host. So uh, this is written by one of the public. So I'll, I'll try and, in their right. dialect, get it across. My friend Lauren works in Primark, and I met a supervisor like two months ago. I fancy him. I had him on FB, Face, Facebook, FB. FB, Facebook, yeah, okay. And talked to him on there a couple of times. We seem to get along, so I'm feeling empathy already. <laughs> yeah. I emailed her and said, Dean is sexy, and she replied back, shut up. So she's emailed her friend, who works in Primark, yeah. and De- Dean's her supervisor, yeah? That's it, so it's okay. come back for, so, so yeah, so. Uh. So I replied back, saying it over and over again. And she forwarded it to someone else. And then this other person said they were going to put it on FB. So Dean would see. 
So already this is getting this is getting it's big. out of hand there. Getting big. Remember FB is Facebook, everybody. She then said he knows I fancy him and I should stop stalking him. Which I'm not. Anyway. I used to go there in brackets to Primark. If I had a half day and see Lauren's mum. Or when I was with friends I was actually shopping and I'd say, Let's see Dean. <laughs> it's not sounding good. Like jokingly. Let's put it here, like jokingly. But if you fancy someone, don't you? You want to see them if you've got a chance to. So it kind of makes sense. I mean, <sighs> for years, there used to be a girl who worked in Superdrug. We used to have to get on a bus to go nearest town. And a few of the boys used to fancy this girl in Superdrug. And she was like that. I mean, we were only 15 or whatever, but we used to, every time we'd go to Superdrug, what are you buying? Oh, I'm going to just buy some links. Why? Girl in Superdrug's there. You know, big thing. That kind of makes sense. Yeah. I can sympathise. So, go through this. So, <laughs> me and Lauren had an argument on Sunday about him and how I'd put my love life before my friend's feelings. She kept on saying how uncomfortable she was, which is true, and we're fine now. Okay. So, she's not falling... She, her friends are... They're friends still now. They haven't fallen out over they fallen, they, They've gone over this. Okay, okay that's good. good. That's good. Okay, next. Come on, come on. Carry right. on. I saw him on Tuesday. Dean. Because, yeah, it's obviously Dean, yeah. yeah. I saw him on Tuesday, but because I hadn't talked to or seen him before... I didn't talk to him, which makes sense. Yeah. He's a stranger that you've been stalking, well, apparently stalking, so you're not going to have spoken to him, really. I've been too well, nervous. spoken to him on Facebook? Oh, no, it's getting... Well, no, 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 she, no, they've been talking back and forth about him. See? So there's some D&D injury. She write back and go, can you, can you please explain your third sentence? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not answering this until I've got the facts. Uh, I want to be clear. Anyway, carry on. I didn't talk to him. I've never done it in person. I've been too nervous because of my stammer. Oh, it's gone It's gone dark now. So you've got a fucking stammer. you got a feel for it. Yet since then, I haven't been able to stop thinking about him, which I hate. Okay, okay. So, on the mind, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's only 19. BTW, what does that mean? By the way. Yeah, by the way. Hipster. Um, I've deleted him off FB. Facebook? Yeah. I feel like a weirdo if he thinks I'm some weird, unsocial, stammering, sad freak. And other people are saying that I should stop obsessing. Okay. Yeah? I really want to know if he likes me. Not likes me, likes me. But you know what I mean. As a friend. I feel I can't ask people because I know like four people who work there. Okay. <laughs> I like feel like I'm being manipulative and controlling. Alright. Well, so that's, that's, that's the vibe. Yeah. You, you understand... Yeah, so it's obviously a fr- my friend Lauren works in Primac. Yeah. Her supervisor's Dean. Dean, who she Fan- added on Facebook Fancy and chatted him. to him a couple of times on there. Now, hang on a minute. Let's go back through now. That's what it says. And I added it, yeah. And talked to him. Oh, she did talk to him. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. So, right, let's get this... Right, what's, what's this young lady's name? So I feel a bit for her, to be honest. It's a man. Oh. So spin it on it. I thought I'd leave that to the end. Spins it a little bit, doesn't it? Oh, wait. It does a little bit, because... Um, but can I just say, noticing this, Dean, he's only 19. Yeah. But he's a supervisor in Primark. Well done, Dean. Exactly. Uh, he probably started there weekends when he was at school. Yeah, he's... Left there 16, went full-time. Probably doing A-levels in the evening. And then he's, he's obviously got a... a well, evidently got a grip on fashion. Yeah, a great to desire. And of course, I know Primark is sometimes perceived as a cheapo sort of store. Actually, retail in the year 2007, possibly eight. So, well done, Primark, for what you've but, done there. But you can always argue about the ethics of 
what they do the making yeah. of the clothing but right. it's not going we're not political yeah. it's not going to that yeah. well not this week we might we might move on to we something in the future so, so anyway yeah. back to the issue um, being called a stalker but I'm not but looking at it what, what do, you, do you think do you I'm think, not, do you think he is no, he is or he isn't from what you've said well from what he's said technically he's not a stalker but I can understand why people think he is and all I want to say to what's what's his little name? Do, do we know this man's name? Grilly guy. Grilly, Grilly, my good man. Uh, Dean, he's obviously not interested in you. And we all find rejection very difficult. It's not an easy thing to deal with. I've been there, and Sam's been there many times before. All right, don't don't highlight that. <laughs> well, all right, sorry, sorry. He's been there once it's or true, it's true, been there, he's been there once or twice. Um, and at the end of the day. Dean's 19. I, I don't think we know how old you are, Grilly, but I'm, I'm assuming you're of a similar age. It's, no, it's implied that he's only 19, by the way. So, so Grilly so, yeah, you, might be older. Grilly, Grilly's potentially 49. Is this set in South Wales? No, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But what I'm saying, mate, is if he's not interested in you, it doesn't matter how sexy you think he is, how much you desire him, it's probably about time to move on. General rule is it. General rule is there's not only one person out there for you. I know there was for Leo and Kate in the Titanic, but generally speaking, she had a massive door, a yeah. door, and he couldn't wouldn't let him on. No. They made one attempt to get him on the door, didn't work. Left him. And generally Dickless. speaking, you know, you might think Dean's the love of your life at this moment, but he he might not be. So move on. See what else is out there. Go to some clubs, meet some new people, explore, and get to know yourself better. Become in tune. And I think a valuable lesson to learn from this experience is, if you like someone, be upfront and tell them. Don't tell your friends because often friends will ridicule you. I've seen blokes on X Factor before, and Simon said, "Who told you you could sing?" And they've said, "A mate at work." They're cruel. Work colleagues are often cruel buggers. And I think that's the situation you've come across with Dean. So just move on, really. Enjoy life, and all the best to your friend. Take care of yourself and each other. That's, that's, that's quite sweet, actually. You've, you've actually done it quite concisely. So that's you, what you, you actually say. I think so you should get on this site. Get on there. Yeah. You could be helping, helping lives. This is the responses that other people gave. Okay. Right? Because it works like on a forum basis. Yeah. So reply to, you know... Grilly... But this is by all apologies, so it's obviously a Nirvana fan, so yeah. it's obviously someone, you know, with a gothic tendency, you know. Hope they don't slit their wrists. Yeah, and that kind of vibe, so... Self-harm. So, but they're, being, they're, trying, they're trying to help. Okay, let's see what they've got to say. How about sending a quick-to-the-point message directly to him? That way you avoid the rest of the gossipy stuff. I'll drop a quick line just saying you've heard a few silly rumours and you hope he doesn't think you're stalking him. Keep it light and friendly. Do you find the rumours amusing rather than hurtful? That way, if he's interested in being friends, you're likely to get a reply. You might have an end to get to talk to him properly. Yeah. That's quite, that's quite nice, isn't it? It's nice. I mean, it's, that's, it's a that's, way to deal with it, but if Dean is already a bit scared... If I was, I'd be fucking about, you know, giving the wrong... You know, they're, they're actually... People on there, they obviously... They, they obviously... they obviously put a problem on, get some responses, but then, like, obviously, in payback, they actually... Say, like, yeah, this is what I think should happen yeah. as well. Yeah. So, um, so there's a reply then by Grilly Guy. So he's, he's been on, he's, he's thought, oh, I've got a problem, put it on there. 
someone's replied, he's gone back on, he's well, thank, thank you for the reply. Mm. I could try that, but I think he thinks I'm some freak. I think my friends wouldn't like that, because I won't shut up about him. And I said I'm trying to get over him, but I can't, it's too hard. Well, I'm going to just interject before we hear what else has been said there. Gilly, my good man, it's no good holding on to this torch. At the end of the day, it's burning your hands. That's good, that's, that's, that's top You need top to say, Gilly, it's not going to happen. I don't know why he doesn't like you, but it's not going to happen, so let's move on. Anyway, let's, we've got some more people. Another, another character called Bell Bell. Okay, on, another person on the show, yeah? Another couple on the, on the forum, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If your friends are telling you that you're obsessed with him, maybe you're going a bit over the top and it is in a cut across well. It's quite, quite yeah, accurate. Yeah, sound yeah. advice, yeah. You could try all apology suggestions. They reference each other quite, you know, yeah. frequently, you know. You know, they use each other's names. It's more, you know, yeah. strong, friendly, polite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Interject. Yeah, yeah. They might be checking each other's problems and things like that. See, you could try with but if you don't want to, then you will have to just try and forget him. So it's quite basic, but well, it's, it's exactly quite, what you said. Yeah, really, like yeah. yeah. you got to try and move on. But what I like about Bell Bell, Bell Bell's got a kind of signature at the end of all their posts. I don't know if they're male or female, and it's quite it's quite poignant. Life is for living, so live it to the fullest. So well, any anything this this character answers, she has that. Life line. is for living, so live it to the fullest. So, you know, well, you know, the alternative of life isn't very appealing, is it? Let's be fair. Well, so what in you comparison? Yeah, I think you know. Well done, Bell Bell, for stating the obvious. Yeah, it's, it is a bit too obvious, isn't yeah. it? Anyway. It's kind of just going, when the world hits you hard, smile. Yeah, turn that fr- turn that frown upside down. Yeah, so so already I'm thinking Bell Bell might be a bit of a bit busy tweet. body. Yeah, yeah. Probably watches. I, I just assume it's a lesbian. I don't know why. I just yeah, I mean, a chubby lesbian as a well. Chubby, a chubby little. Yeah, don't know why. Anyway, but Grilly guys obviously still on there. He's having dilemmas, but he's liking the fact Bell Bell's replied. Right, so sorry for not replying. A bit of time has passed actually. I'll tell you. Actually, looking at it. Bell Bell got in touch in February yeah. of this year, you know, the day the day after all this was happening. So, you know, very on the pulse. Bell Bell's trying to help. Grilly guy, I don't know what he's doing. He replies on June the 13th. Well, there is a delay. He's, he's obviously moved on. But he, he hasn't been locked up for harassing him or something, has he? Well, this is what I'm thinking. Let's find out what he's got to say. Let's find out. Go right, on. so sorry for not replying, but basically think I'm I'm as over him as I can be. So I think I think he's from he hasn't needed the message boards. No. He's gone out on the street and he's he's been living his life. Probably took my advice of being out. Yeah, exactly. Down a club. But yeah, finish it off then, let's see. Fucking hear. fucking dancing, whatever. There are days when I think about him a lot. Still still inside. Even though I'm in a relationship, but my BF Yeah. BF? Boyfriend? Yeah, you're on the pulse. Or best friend, I don't know. Yeah, well, that's ambiguous then, isn't it? That's, well, I'll say boyfriend, go on. Yeah, that's what they do. Knows about Dean. Boyfriend does. But it seems everyone that adds me on FB knows Dean, and it's like, ah, oh, fuck off. <laughs> Which is a bit harsh. Yeah. They just want to be friends. And then that gets me down. So Grilly's... You know, that's why there's been such a period. From February, he's been trying to deal with this. People are... Far, fuck off. 
Same as when someone even mentioned his name, but I don't want to say anything because people would probably have a go at me. So, well, you've got a boyfriend. Why mention That's Dean? It. Move on. I haven't been in that Primark for months, unless we're friends. So he keeps doing it, but he doesn't go in on his own. He's not going in looking for Dean or to see yeah. Lauren's mum now. But even then, it's for two minutes, and I feel so uncomfortable. So he's, he's timing himself. Weird. It's got to be looking weird. He's not going to buy anything in that time, is he? No. I'm also scared to go to the local clubs, even though... Hang on a minute, this is Tim on his head. I'm also scared to go to the local clubs, even though I'm 17. This is bad. I thought it was like some some older guy that was kind of feeling bad. This is bad. This is like a teenage, you know, mm, obsession. Teenage. So this, this kind of fits, you know. But I guessed, and then I say they will cover for me and get me in and stuff. I'm in absolute fear of bumping into him. It didn't help when I was at my local youth club. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> So it's it's turned on its head now because initially it's not an we thought, old man. We, yeah, we thought it was an old man struggling with you know kind of modern getting out there back on the scene. It's basically a child that goes to youth club that's obsessed about an older man. Yeah, and he he probably hasn't even told his family he's gay or anything. Yeah, but we haven't even we don't even know if Dean is gay. He's no, successful. Well, no, that's all. The only reason we're thinking he is is because he's nineteen and he's a supervisor in Primark. Yeah. Well, no, no, I'm not saying about Dean. This this young lad who's seventeen probably doesn't even know himself what he is. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't happen when I was at a local youth club and Lauren was saying, so Lauren works in Primark but still goes to the youth club. Yeah. That's, that's how Primark are doing so well. Dean was saying he would come down here and dress all indie and try to fit in. So Dean, Dean's happy to go to a youth club at 19 okay. years of age. Why is he going to a pub? Well, this is what I'm saying. This has got to be a lie. Dean was saying he would like come down here and dress all indie and stuff to fit in. So Dean's going to pretend to be a child to get into this youth club. Yeah. I've gone off, Dean. Yeah, at the minute, when we started, I thought, 19, doing well for himself. Now we know he is a manipulator of his age, dressing up as a teenager to get into a youth club and try, I say try, and fiddle with younger girls, maybe. I hope it was meant as a joke, but I have a feeling it wasn't. Grilly knows now, Grilly knows. He's working out what's going on. I told another friend at the time that if he did come, I would go to Sainsbury's, which is really close, or I would leave... (laughs) So, <laughs> Leave the youth club and go to Sainsbury's. Yeah, storming off to Sainsbury's. You upset Grilly. What do you mean? Dean's turned up dressed as yeah. a little kid. He's got a baseball hat on sideways. <laughs> Fuck Teddy off, bear under his Fuck arm. Fuck off, Dean. Look what you've done to Grilly. Yeah. Grilly's walking across the road yeah. for a pasty. Yeah, which... yeah. Ginger beer or dandelion and bird off well, at Sainsbury's. I see he's got a refresher in his mouth when he comes back. He goes, I just couldn't handle seeing him. Yeah. <laughs> What's that in your pocket? Oh, mammoth straw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Narcissistic Musings The Alan Podcast